Welcome back to the Tribute Games podcast for our uh, post-PAX special. Mm. Indeed, it's good to be back. Yes. Just uh, the two of us. Just the two of us, uh, because uh, what uh, uh, we're... What you're about to listen to are a, uh, uh, is an audio travelogue of, uh, me. I carried around like a, d- a digital recorder for most, for all of our trip. I did not record all the time, but I did record some of the time. So as we were getting there and getting the booth ready and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, that is what you'll hear, uh, just now. Uh, Justin, you have something to say to people to prepare their minds as they're about to listen to you're something. You're a regular. Uh, Hunter H. Thompson, yes. you know, ca- just Gonzo style journalism capturing the madness. Have you, have you listened to any of it? Since? Yes, yes, I've edited it. <laughs> Did it require a lot of editing? No, not too much. It's, it sounds good. It sounds, I think it's pretty listenable. It's a, it's a good, uh, recorder and it's a fun recording. Was it a good, uh, would you say it's a good representation of what was PAX? Yeah. Good. So here it is and, uh, we'll talk a bit more at you. After it. Mm. This is the first entry of the <laughs> Tribute Game Podcast. Of a clandestine. Of a clandestine Tribute Games Podcast audio journal chronicling our travels at PAX 2015. This is Yannick Belzil. I'm a writer at Tribute Games. Around me, there's a lot of people. At my left, <laughs> there's. In the usual order, yes. Dumb 2D. I'm a game designer. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're gonna. To my right, there's Stefan. Oh, yeah, Stefan, Stefan. Yeah, uh, and then Justin, Sear, and Jean-François Major. Co founder, programmer. Uh, it's uh, our first. Doctor? Doctor as well. Yeah. It is our first day of um, our trip to PAX. It's at 1 a.m., 1 a. 117. 1 7 on the microwave. Yeah, once uh, the, we are in, in between time zones, uh, okay. in between the clock and the microwave. We're, we're live from a hotel room. We're live from a hotel room in New Hampshire, where everything closes down at uh, midnight. And uh, we had a, a great adventure. But before that, uh, I like to talk about like what's been happening today, which is pretty much we loaded uh, a truck filled with stuff for packs, and we drove for a bunch of hours, for four hours. We went to customs. It went well. Yeah. Uh, we got. That's so bad. Yeah, we we were afraid for a bit, and um, yeah, what what happened? Uh, how did you feel this day, uh, Justin? This day was a lot of hard labor. Mm-hmm. We lifted heavy stuff. We loaded up the trucks. <laughs> oh man, it it doesn't even seem real. Yeah. But we're here, and we made it. In Concord, New Hampshire. Yeah, so uh, we're, a lot of us are pretty tired, but we uh, we need to chronicle like a magical event that happened. Oh, yes. So something very sweet, something that makes us believe in dreams and in America. Because we're, we're just rubes from Montreal. We, we don't know about America, only what we've seen on TV and movies. But what we saw today, like... Warm my heart. Dominic, after all this long road, we were hungry for rest, but we were thirsty for something else. We were thirsty for a, even a single beer. We just wanted a beer, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we just wanted a beer, and so we started walking to, throughout Concord, New Hampshire, asking the nice hotel clerks, is there any alcohol around? And nothing, there's nothing around. There's nothing. There, there is a bar there's that's a ba- still open, but... Damn. The, the bartender was not Just on our turned side. Us back like we were uh, an act of treason against Canada. Yeah, because we're ambassadors. We're video game ambassadors. We're Canadian ambassadors. 
We're Montreal ambassadors. We're well, not youth ambassadors because I'm pretty old now. <laughs> but so we look at, so we walk around a con- downtown Concord and try to find something. And the mean streets of yeah, yeah, the, the mean street of, <laughs> of Concord. And as we uh, we eventually go to a uh, convenience Full of store, and schools. yeah, exactly, it's and filled with schools, classy looking banks. Yes, a lot of American architecture. Shop? Yes, and a yo-yo shop. There's a yo-yo shop. There's a yo-yo shop and the train shop on the same street, which is pretty great. Yeah, and we go to the convenience store, which is sort of closing yeah. or something, and uh, they said they don't sell beer past... Uh, 11.30. They, 11:30. Say, they say, no, it's it's past 11.30. Like, there's no way you can get beer anymore. Yeah, there's yeah. absolutely no way. Uh, uh, you should go home and drink water because you're not drinking beer tonight, folks. Yeah. So we see a gentleman, and this gentleman says, "Don't worry, guys. You can buy some more beer again at 6 a.m." And right. we're like, and we laughed. We share a laugh, a laugh of despair, just a bit of human kindness, <laughs> a laugh of sadness, and human contact in this less and less cold world. We we go outside and we we're just really bummed out. We're just wallowing in our despair. Yeah, because we just wanted a refreshing beer, oh, yeah. any kind of beer. Thirsty, thirsty despair, but. Suddenly, any kind you say? Any kind, <laughs> like a oh, knight, angel. <laughs> like a, a dark angel sweeping down from his van. From his van was Creepy, the was the very same man we had met three minutes earlier in the convenience store. He sees Dominic's open and friendly face, opens his car door, and says, "What does he say, Dominic?" <laughs> he says, "Here, Merry Christmas," and he hands us. Uh, a 24 ounce Keystone Light can. <laughs> can. can, beer can for us, and he says, "Always smooth." I don't even want the thing, so you can have it. It seems like he saw us in the store <laughs> four hours later. Had pity on us and stole a beer for us, <laughs> which is the nicest, most beautiful thing that's ever happened to us. And now the five of us <laughs> are sharing this. Tall can and drinking our last gulps of it. This beautiful angelic juice. Yes. <laughs> that is the Keystone Lights. And after that, we will end this recording. We will sleep the sleep of angels and go to Boston tomorrow to set up our booth. But th- this marks the birth of a tradition. Yes. Now we, we will always drink a Keystone Light the Keystone can. Light can. Shared Keystone Light. Yeah, Share. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you can't drink more than. One. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't drink more than one of them. So I'll drink to uh, the the nice folk. Yeah, to the New nice Hampshire. folks of, of Concord, New Hampshire, <laughs> and uh, you'll be you'll be hearing us in a next uh, audio <laughs> file. <laughs> Who knows where we'll be then? Is this kind of like the the audio files you find in like Bioshock? Like yeah, we're all yeah, gonna be di- exactly dead, and this is gonna be <laughs> yours. I hope so. Live free or die. Live free or die. New Hampshire, the Granite State. (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. It's March 5th. It's 8.32 a.m. I'm uh, with my current roommate, Justin Sear. Good morning. And uh, we're about to uh, make our way to uh, EJ's restaurant to have breakfast and then... Uh, what's the plan for today? What's the plan for the tribute team today, Justin? I think we're going to head down to the convention center and set up our kick-ass booth. So our booth is uh, meant to be pretty kick-ass. It's huge wooden walls painted in black. Huge heavy wooden walls. Huge heavy wooden walls. Huge giant uh, arcade cabinets monoliths that are gigantic. 
um, as we uh, are still rubbing the sleep from our eyes. Uh, it seems like a, an enormous task, but it's fun to put that, all that stuff yourself. And uh, it's tiring, but you feel uh, like you've really earned it at the end. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Team YJ here were pretty good to get up. I don't know how it's going to work with everybody else, but we've got get up and go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll talk in the next installment. Yeah. <laughs> Great morning time podcasting, guys. It is 6 p.m. We are at the Westin Convention Center. And uh, maybe you're hearing in the background the thin of uh, PAX as well as the uh, Curses and Chaos music. Justin, it looks like we're just finishing up our booth. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very good. This is a very pimp booth. I mean, we've stepped up our game and not in a small way. This is by far, and I mean, I say that quite objectively, the best booth there is. Would you agree? I don't like using the word pimp. It's a man that <laughs> terrorizes women into having sex. Well, but James I... Lipton was a pimp. That's and true. Help. And he was pretty cool. Yeah, well, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I'm thinking it all back. Yeah. Ugh. Think of it in terms of pimp my ride. Yes. In terms of exhibition, right? <laughs> There you go. So yes, no, uh, we're nearing the end. Uh, it looks really, really cool. Uh, you will have seen pictures on uh, Twitter, and maybe you'll have visited it ourselves. In the meantime, we are dead tired, uh, so we'll talk at you uh, later on. It's uh, 6.30, the booth just has been assembled, uh, it looks great, and uh, everyone started to play each and every cabinet to test it and make sure that uh, the game was working okay, but then uh, people, uh, uh, <laughs> everyone in the office that's here on the trip uh, is keep, is continuing playing and are still having fun playing it despite having played it many, many times, and despite having it tested, now they keep playing it, that's... Uh, That's heartwarming and reassuring about uh, the future of the game. So, that's pretty much it. We're off to take a, a team picture and then have a good meal and drink a lot of beer. Dumb, 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 dumb. Yannick Belzel from the Tribute Podcast. <laughs> How do you feel about this uh, brand new booth? Uh, this is pretty effing amazing, if I may say so. I appreciate your uh, watching your language, your cleaning <laughs> up your language. Yeah. I like to keep it hard G. There might be kids around. Yes, so exactly. I'm, I'm watching my fucking language. Uh, so, yeah, we, we posted a bunch of art. We got a neon sign. We got two TVs playing this awesome trailer made, made by our community manager slash writer. Uh, Myself. Yeah. And we have three gigantic machines floating in space because the carpet is yes, yes, a magnificent fluorescent. It's an awesome Jack Kirby-ish space cape. Yeah. That is pretty great. Something and the Silver Surfer would definitely walk on. Yes, yes, he would love it. And then at the very least, surf. Um, also. A lot of people who are also exhibitors are walking around and they seem pretty impressed yeah. by the, the arcades and our booth. So that's a lot of fun. That's I'm, really cool. I'm having fun just watching the reaction of people just walk, walking in front of us in the aisle. And some of them were just saying like, oh my god. There's Yeah, there's swear words, there are double takes. Yep. That's the, that's what you want out of it. So yeah. I, th I think we're in, uh, in good shape for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. But right now I'm looking forward to tonight. 
Tonight? What is tonight? Are we, aren't we just going to bed and I, in top shape tomorrow? Uh, for sure, but we'll have uh, drinks. Drinks? And, and I think we'll have uh, a bit of food too, because I'm looking forward to that. I like, I like that idea. Because yeah. it's uh, 6.30 and the last, <laughs> our last meal was at 10 or something, so yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the sweet packs adrenaline. So, uh, yeah, that's the end of that segment. You'll hear other people in the next segment. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> Justin, oh. PAX is ending. Oh. How are you feeling? Oddly well. Yeah? I mean, we've had a few fallen brothers, have we not? It's been a slog, as was expected. But we made it. Yes, the booth has been six people playing for three days straight. I can only look at that as a success. For sure. Gene, do you have any opinions on that? Uh, How was specs for you, Gene? It was awesome. And uh, everybody was very, uh, you know, supportive, positive about our game. So the team was awesome as well. Amazing that you guys, um, you know, got over the challenge of transporting three big machines. <laughs> the three big machines that nearly killed us. Yes. So now the next part of the adventure is uh, taking the whole thing down tomorrow and getting back in time in Montreal before the docking closes at our uh, building. Yes. Which is 6 o'clock. We'll keep you updated on that. We also have to make it back before uh, the ghosts. Yes, yes. The, the custom ghost gets us. Le bonhomme setter. Exactly. The bone the setter. The boogeyman. The bone setter. <laughs> so we have uh, we have a few uh, real deadlines. How are you feeling, Yannick? I just coughed. I think the, I think the <laughs> flu is finally winning me over. But oh. I am uh, feeling real well. Um, uh, people are really positive about the game. Uh, lots of kids are into the game, which pleases me. Seeing kids and young people into pixel art is all, always feels like a small victory. Yeah. Uh, it's encouraging. And people are reacting well to it. They're loving the arcades. Um, I think we can say that all the effort was worth it so far. Uh, until... Unless the booth collapses on us, all the effort was worth it so far. Yep. 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 So, I don't know. Any, any last uh, thoughts? It'll be the end of that segment. Deal. So, um, I'd like to ask you, like, a couple of weeks removed, like, uh, what did you think of PAX, Justin? It was... It really was cool. It was a lot of work, and we got through it. That's mm -hmm. as best as I can say about the whole thing that was PAX this year. And then now that we're back at work, like, what are you working on? Like, okay, well, yet? Curses and Chaos is what we showed at the floor. It's uh, sort of our flagship title for the moment. And now we're in the home stretch. We're very, very close to content complete. We're not really adding any more features. We're not adding any more things, just the tail end of it. And then once that's done, it's a very exciting time because now you can sort of tweak and polish without the fear of things being added that, you know, complicates things even further. So we're in the final stretch, folks. And when is it, uh, when do we aim to release it? <laughs> I mean, I think it's early summer. Yeah, I think we've been saying if we could 
pinpoint it to a month June, mm -hmm. but you didn't hear that here, folks. It's looking like an early summer release, and if all goes well, probably June, but, you know, uh, that could change as well. What, what was your impression of PAX? Uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, uh, like we, you might have heard in the previous uh, travel log, like everyone was a slightly under the weather at different levels of being under the weather. And uh, so that that's something that happened because you get all those people, like 10,000s of people, <laughs> in, a, in a, even if it's a big space, like I guess the viruses uh, overflow. So it was really nice to show out the game uh, to uh, people because it's, it was a much simpler game to show off than Mercenary Kings. Yep. So you had to do much less coaching, uh, people through the game so it was really basic just show the buttons uh, people were so thrilled about the arcades like that it really caught people's attention and imaginations and uh, that was great uh, in fact the whole booth was like that our crazy cosmic yeah. uh, rug <laughs> uh, the big walls with the art and the cutouts of Leo and Leia it was really were really really cool so uh, the neon sign The neon sign. You could see it from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You could see the booth from quite far thanks to that neon sign. So yeah. we were really happy with it. And uh, it, again, it was a pain to uh, bring that all that in, build it, but uh, and bring it back uh, here and uh, putting all of that back on the wall, uh, putting, putting <laughs> back. All of this and all You're a little uh, PTSD, aren't you? <laughs> just yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering I'm getting tired and uh, exhausted oh. from it. Like, just to describe it, like, it's well chronicled in our t uh, Twitter, but the weight of these machines, they were easily hundreds of pounds each. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had to physically get them on and off these trucks. And there's just things you just can't know. Like, uh, we were just a few uh, inches short of, of meeting the docks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, who, who would think of this stuff? And then because of that, we had to, we didn't have access to the loading docks. We had to physically lift up and over, out, and then carry them uh, to the floor and back. We learned a lot about logistics this year. <laughs> yeah. Getting organized and then building a team and making sure everything worked okay. But, you know, it was cool, too, because, I mean, uh, Curses is a smaller production than was Mercenary Kings. Mm -hmm. And because we've really got the one thing going right now. It did get the much bigger booth than Mercenary Kings ever did, though. Well, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. But it, it, it's what also kind of allowed us to, you know, put that much more time and effort into the booth itself. Mm -hmm. So it does pose a problem for next year, though, because we seem to be outdoing ourselves in a big way. So I think people are going to expect something big next year. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe not. I think we should rent out a gas station next time. Yeah. An old-timey gas station. People have short attention spans, right? Yeah, they right? won't remember. They don't. Just paint it under a color. It's going to be great. If it's not in gift form, who remembers anything? Exactly. So, uh, it seems like a good point to end. Uh, no! No! There's more to say. What is there to say, Justin? I, I'll, well, how about this? How about the cool people we met at PAX? Well, the cool people we did meet at PAX. Uh, we hung out a bit with the people from PAX Studios. We were like, it would be great folks. But you guys hang out with more people than I did uh, yeah. at PAX. Well, we circled back at the booth at the end of every day just to see like who was hanging around, what's up, and stuff like that. Uh, so day two, we got to hang out with the uh, Yacht Club folks. Class acts again. These people are super cool. And then on the last day, uh, we got to hang out with Jules Watson mm -hmm. of Renegade Kid fame. Yes. And that was fun. I think that was... Probably like a, a highlight this year because it was after the show was done. You're a bit more relaxed. You have a feeling of accomplishment because it's behind you and we are just having a beer. There was something else I remember. Uh, this wasn't related to the show per se, but 
I think it was on Saturday. Did you see that like lineup that went for miles and it wasn't even in the convention center? Did you see that at all? No, I did not. Okay. So when you walked to the convention center on Saturday, there was like this lineup that stretched for like many city blocks. Like it was insane. And then you look, it's like, these are all like young teen girls with their moms. And it's like, is this related to the show? It seems weird that something would coincide. Turns out a bunch of like, uh, young kids that just have a YouTube channel for Minecraft. Those Minecraft heart drops. <laughs> that's strike again. That I, I mean, I remember seeing something similar a few years back in Toronto where it was like the Jonas Brothers had come to town mm-hmm. and just swarms of girls. But that's where we're at. Did you know that one of the Jonas Brothers is not actually a brother, but their father who just looks <laughs> real young? <laughs> What? Yeah. Does he play Minecraft? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think he plays Abacus because he's really, really <laughs> old. He just, he just looks young. Well, if they want to get relevant again, I guess Except they have... Jebediah Jonas. <laughs> Jeb, Jeb Jonas, eh? Yes. Yeah, well, if he wants to get relevant again, he's got to get on the Minecraft. Yes, on, on the whole, on the old craft. Yeah. So, yeah, that blew my mind. It was probably, like, I don't know how many thousands of people were in that line, but it was, you know, undeniable. Man, imagine... Telling yourself at that as a kid that they're going to be like video game heartthrobs. Right. That play like on, essentially on TV. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Is that, are these the people that made the game? Nope. Do they, what do they do? They just play it and they're that successful. But I, did you ever see what those guys do? Maybe if, do they do like push-ups or something with the, while you know, they play it? Credit where credit's due. I should actually check out the channel to see what it's all the fuss is about. But maybe they do like really impressive pull-ups and they're ripped. That's I don't know. Trials. Maybe you'd have to hope. Yeah. But uh, besides that, I don't know. Boston was good, and it's fun. It's it's you know we come back, and I think the worst is behind us. Weather-wise, too, it's getting nice. And uh, Justin, it mm. is time to end this podcast. So, where can we find you on the internet this week? Always uh, Justin underscore Sear C Y R on Twitter. I got a Tumblr too, and it's Justin Paul Sear. You can find uh, this lovely company Tribute Games at Tribute Games on Twitter and on Facebook and on the internet in general. We're rolling out uh, Curses and Chaos official site very soon look out for that and you can find me uh, Yannick Belzil uh, on Twitter as well where I talk about silly stuff so check that out and uh, so that's it for this week uh, thanks for listening and uh, we'll uh, talk at you next week see ya